Building wealth isn't just about hustle and grind. Every day, huge deals are being made, businesses and properties are changing hands, and a small group of people are making quantum leaps forward. If you want to be part of that small group of people, then this show is for you. Now, here's your host, Jim Oliver. Before we jump into today's show, we have some exciting news to share with you. Our brand new online community platform is now live. Get access to free on-demand in-depth training courses on topics like infinite banking, cryptocurrency, real estate investing, and much more. Just go to community.createtailwind.com. That's community.createtailwind.com. Or check the show notes of this episode to find the direct link to request to join the community. Now, on to the show. You know, what was it inside of you or what it, what brought, what emotions or mental just focus came out of that and, and how did you turn it around? And what I love about your story is it didn't take forever. And sometimes I get people that might be in their 60s and they're thinking, well, it's too late for me or, you know, I'm in their 50s, it's too late for me to break away. But you did it very quickly. So tell me about that. So since I was young, I had always felt that I was destined that wealth was going to happen. Not for materialistic sake. I've never desired to be this materialistic king. I just liked the idea of being free. I hated yeah. the idea of, of having to work uh, for somebody else. Um, so I'll be honest with you. I went into a deep depression in uh, 2009 and I gave up. And I, I'm, it's shocking for me to even say that because I just do not give up. And uh, I gave up. And uh, without my wife, I don't know what would have happened to me. Um, I threw in the towel. I um, Went and got a job at a grocery store, thinking the economy was in depression, never gonna get, never gonna do real estate again. And I went in and I started working at nights at a grocery store and totally let go of entrepreneurship and investing for several months. And um, luckily, I had started the hobby as a YouTube channel because I was still doing those videos every Friday, which would keep me tied into my original passion. And over time, it was my wife's desire and my wife's passion and her encouragement that got me to at least dust myself off and get up. And it's funny, when I finally did get up, I still was all messed up because my goal was not even to get wealthy anymore. My goal was to just not be poor. So it was mm -hmm. a, it came from a scarcity mindset that look, I just don't want to be poor. And that was but little that I know now going back in hindsight, I realized what I had actually done was actually not, not dumb. It was actually quite smart. What I did was I made a very easy, achievable first step. And it was followed by a second step and a third step that ultimately leads me to where I am today. That's awesome. I mean, you know, one thing that you say that, and I had a lot of friends that were in real estate in uh, that, that same time frame. And uh, what I hear from a lot of people that I talk to is, oh, I was in real estate in, you know, 2008 hit and I don't want to ever be in real estate again. But what you just said there is probably one of the traits that is, the reason that you are so successful and that it hasn't taken you a long time to do it is you didn't say, I don't want to be in real estate. You just readjusted, changed your thinking. And even when that scarcity thinking crept in, you didn't let it stay there. You know, just, just like in the book, as a man thinketh, I mean, we're, we're going to get negative thoughts, but we can't let them stay there. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I think that's awesome. And so now, I mean, you're a multimillionaire, financially free. Um, your money's working for you, not you working for your for money, right? 
Yes. Um, it took a long time to do it. Uh, at least in my mind, it took a long time, right? But uh, yeah, it was relatively short um, as far as my age and, you know, from basically dusting ourselves off to 2012, um, I had those initial steps. Like uh, my mind, I was like, I want to become, uh, I want to pay off the house and have the, the, the passive income pay for everything. And by 2012, check. Then I was like, okay, I want to be a millionaire. That happened really relatively short after that. And then, you know, you're kind of like just, just making your goals and, and you, you, you're, you'd be surprised if, if once you're focused on something, how it can happen. Now, my wife, we did crazy things though to save money. I'm not going to lie. We didn't, we're, I'm not one of those people where I'm like, you know, spend, spend, spend your way to wealth. Right. I, we slashed our way to wealth. Uh, we slashed our wealth, slashed our way to a great foundation, which allowed us to build on that. And even in times of, of great wealth, I, we always say, my wife and I always say, our, our lifestyle has lagged our income by two years. So even as a millionaire, I was driving a 2003 Nissan Altima. Um, you know, it took to probably get to the north of $5 million range before I went out and bought my Escalade that I love. You know, that's right. So you know what's interesting about that? Uh, Northcote uh, Parkinson, he has uh, the um, Parkinson's Laws. I don't know if you've ever read that book, but he says that... Um, uh, expenses rise to equal income, right? And um, in Nelson Nash's book, Becoming Your Own Banker, Nelson says, if you can't beat Parkinson's laws, you might as well dig a hole and jump in. And so that's another thing that stands out to me, Daniels, that you, um, that you did beat Parkinson's law because you said, hey, we're going to make sure we live b below our, our means and and so that we can get ahead and you know books like the richest man in babylon and i mean they all give you that advice to do that but most people in our society can't do that that's why they stay part of the herd that's why they don't understand money and they you know and and and, and they just they live their whole lives like that in a what we call the reassuring lie sure um so when you think about money Obviously, you knew about money when you were young, you, you know, undercutting the teacher for a penny on the, on the pencils and, hey, you know, you were figuring out, hey, how am I going to make money? Who, who taught you that? What did your, you know, did your, were your parents entrepreneurs or were they W-2 employees or? My mother was a stay-at-home mom. My father was a W-2 employee. Um, I don't know where the entrepreneur spirit came for me. Uh, yeah. My father taught me the discipline of not spending more than you earn and saving money. That definitely came from my dad. Um, I, somebody gave, I came across a mentor uh, at the age of 13, a very wealthy real estate investor and business owner. And he really helped uh, as far as a personal guide um, into my 20s. And then the biggest influence on my life, though, was Robert Kiyosaki's book, um, uh, it was called Want to Be Rich and Happy, Don't Go to School. And, of course, as a 13-year-old boy, I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. So I bought that book. Yeah. Um, and then I want to say, like, two years later, he came out with Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And of course, read that book in Cashflow Quadrant. And actually, uh, was, I'm thrilled. I actually got to speak to Robert Kiyosaki for the first time about two months ago. And it was, it was, I was awesome. able to tell him all of this. You know, um, I love Kiyosaki's books. Probably, uh, you know, the uh, I think it's still the latest one, "How the Rich Get Richer," or um, is is great. Second Chance. I love Second Chance. Sometimes people don't read Second Chance because they think, "Well, my thirties, I don't need a second chance. I just need my first chance." Well, that's, you know, read the book because that's that's not really the message. Um, but it's, uh, you know, Kiyosaki. I love when the Wall Street people 
you know, Rip Kiyosaki because he's just breaking away from Wall Street. You know, I mean, he doesn't want anything. I mean, I'm, you know, he, you know, he, he understands that that game is rigged. But um, so that's awesome that you got to uh, uh, to talk to him. Here's the key to success, and the key to failure. We become what we think about. Now let me say that again. We become what we think about. Once again, thank you so much for taking the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you are looking to discover new wealth building strategies, then go to community.createtailwind.com. That's community.createtailwind.com to join our free online community and get access to free courses and in-depth training videos designed to help you build wealth and break away from the herd. Click the link in the show notes to access the community today. Thanks again for listening.